much to watch, so much to consume, that's why we're doing a preview. <laughs> no comments. Just don't don't even ask. Don't just let's just let's just not acknowledge that. <laughs> Hello. Hi all. Welcome to the preview. Is that what we're calling this now? Is this what that was? Yes. Well, we're we've been calling it the preview. Um <laughs> Are we no longer the outfit repeaters? I, I don't think know we what are we're the doing. outfit repeaters. We're the outfit repeaters preview. and this is the preview. Yeah. Where we will talk about all things film and television for the upcoming month ahead. I just came up with that on the fly and that wasn't that bad. I mean, that's what we're doing. <laughs> it was pretty straightforward. Yeah. I'm your host, Marissa Cantor, and with me, as always, is Sam Chung. Hello. Uh, yeah, great to be back coming at you on the road from Orlando. And um, uh, we're here again with my friend Jermaine Fletcher. Jermaine, welcome back. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I Let me just warn you, um, I have really bad allergies right now, so if I make weird noises with my nose, just okay be warned okay it's not great in new york city for allergy season yeah well marissa you're also not 100 percent right now <laughs> i yeah as i was saying before we pressed record i just woke up from a nap like a baby uh it is currently for context like four o'clock in the afternoon east coast time we are on the east coast mm-hmm Flew on a red eye last night. Got no sleep. It was a really unhappy baby on my flight. It's also too short of a flight to really get good sleep, anyways. So I think I- I'm really blaming this baby, but like it would have been bad either way. Well, you're here. I think you just, yeah, you do what you did. You take a short nap and then you power through the rest of the day so that you're just tired and you crash very hard tonight. And then tomorrow you'll be back on schedule. I've also had a wild week in like TV, media, fangirl life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can I talk about it? Sure. Is that okay? Is that allowed? Yeah, you are allowed. Is that, you're giving me a look. I'm not giving you a look. Well, well please Considering share. we're just going to igno- like avoid all conversations about your second theme song attempt. Or something. <laughs> Wait, exactly. Uh, all right. Are we doing? Does it need do we need a third attempt? <laughs> we need multiple attempts. <laughs> you need to like workshop them, send them out, and then we can decide what to go with. But you can't just continue to like spring this on us every time. I the saddest part the of most, this. That's the fun part for me, is that it's the first time anybody's hearing it. <laughs> no, it's sad. This one was inspired by harry styles of all people it was it was um and the the little child's voice at the beginning of as it was yeah thank you harry's house the new out like i i've been saying i think the first half of the new album is great and then it kind of falls off in the second half but yeah i I mean i i thought it was great i had a little bit a little trouble making my voice sound like a child but you know he wanted to use mine and i was like (laughs) i will not be a part of this i was like marissa can i borrow your voice your voice is a little bit higher than mine (laughs) 
that was a great decision on her part. <laughs> but my voice with whatever you were doing to manipulate it truly just sounded like Marcel the Shell. Oh, that's a good. Well, all right. We don't. I know you're you're going to want to talk about that, but <laughs> foreshadowing, I suppose. OK, but your TV adventures in May. My TV adventures in May. Yes. So last week was the Survivor finale. Season 42 came to a close and it was a very exciting season of Survivor. Mm -hmm. It was the first time a black woman has won Survivor in 20 years, which is like a nauseating thing to say. But we are very excited that it happened again um, because Marianne was such a delight. Mm -hmm. And to and played a great game and i don't know just such a different game than what we see but i went to a survivor la finale watch party that just feels so la to say like i went to a yes. watch party <laughs> and there were a lot of players there a lot of just like realities they basically invited like were you on reality tv and do you live in la you can come to this party <laughs> um so it was a pretty wild thing to but yeah, it was cool to experience it as such a Survivor fangirl. I, I had a great time. I got to meet some of my favorite players. I felt like I, my 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 opening line to everyone, not to everyone, to like three of them were like, you're my you were my winner pick, which is true. I did meet a lot of my winner picks, but my sister and her boyfriend were like, you've been saying that to everyone. <laughs> you're like the show's been on for 20 years. Yeah, relax. <laughs> there were multiple winner picks. So that was part one. And then over the weekend, this, is, this ties in more to our brand of stuff that we talk about, our DCOM, our Disney Channel life. Mm -hmm. um, I went to a Allie and AJ concert. <laughs> it was so good, Jermaine. And um, I had a little, little connection. My sister works with their manager. So we got to meet them after the concert. And they're a delight. It's really nice to know that they are very lovely people. It was such a fun time. Their new music is so good. Remember Cowbells? Yes, what I remember movie. Cowbells. I feel like we've talked. Cowbells has come up on the podcast. Has it? What a movie. We should talk about it. Yeah, because I've talked about it. It's like it was like Disney Channel's take on a simple life. Yes, um, it was. Like the Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie. You know what I'm We've talked about this before. I'm, I'm not remembering it was like, cowbells. Yeah, it's like rich girls pretending to be poor and like working on a farm to like learn. They had to, yeah, yeah. to learn like lessons. Yeah. Um, but that was your first Disney movie together. Maybe the only Disney movie together. And Ali did Now You See It and Philip. Phil the, the Future. future. I'm now, I, I am now one degree from, from Ricky. From Ricky Revive. Review. Wouldn't that make no? You're two degrees. Two degrees. Yeah, because one degree is you know the person. Okay, no sleep. Give me a break. <laughs> Don't need to be smarty pants Sam right now. Thank you. But yeah, it was a good time. They are lovely. Their music was great. The venue was like eh, the mixing could have been better, but I feel like that's a common. It's a concert. You go there for the vibes. Yeah. You know the songs already. That's true. <laughs> that was my week. Wow, big week for you. Big really week. closing out May uh, on a high note. I thought May was a pretty strong month for content. Jermaine, how was uh, your TV and movie watching in, in May? Not great. You don't think um, it was great? For me, no. I, so my week last week ended with the 400, the 400 episode of Grey's Anatomy. 
season finale. <sighs> chaos, just chaos. <laughs> um, I, I did not have a lot of time in like half the stuff we talked about for mm-hmm. the main preview. I didn't even get to watch. I've only watched, I started Under the Banner of Heaven because I just really wanted to watch it. It's very slow. Mm-hmm. I started, I watched Chip and Dale's Rescue Ranger because that was not going to miss me at all. <laughs> so I watched that. I started Stranger Things, saw the first episode, did not see Girls 5 ever. Didn't, I didn't, like half the, I've still not seen Doctor Strange, but I know what happens in the movie because people just spoiled it on Twitter. But I, I've not watched a lot of things. I stumbled onto a show on HBO called The Time Traveler's Wife. Mm-hmm. And it, this is about to get very graphic. <laughs> it, it auto-played one night afterwards watching The Flight Attendant, Terrible Season 2. Waste of time. Waste of money. And it auto-played <laughs> into the premiere. I'm like, okay, right. The Time Traveler's Wife, okay. It's with Theo James. I can't remember what movie it was in. And the the... And Rose Leslie, on, right? Yeah. Ro- yes. Or, am I saying that right? Is it Rose Leslie or is it Leslie Rose? No, it's Rose. It's Leslie. Rose Leslie. It's okay, Rose. I was right the first Theo time. James is from the Divergent trilogy. Yes, the Div- Divergent, the <laughs> failed. Yeah, the failed. It was a terrible they, franchise. They didn't finish they didn't it, right? Finish it. They didn't no, finish it. it was so bad. <laughs> they didn't finish it. So the premiere is like it's a lot of like male nudity because apparently when he time travels, he just like. Wherever he ends up, he's naked all the time. Yeah, his clothes and don't he, travel with him. No, his clothes don't travel with him. But then episode two starts playing, and I'm there, and I'm like watching. And then there's a scene like he's telling Rose, who's his wife. That's a whole another relationship that we'd have time to get into about how his dad found out that he was a time traveler. And then they cut to a scene when he was 16. He traveled back in time to when he was 16. So he could suck his own dick and his dad walked in <laughs> on him sucking his own dick. And I was like, this is not. Wait, so there the were, show. you're saying there were two of him in one place? Two of him in one place having sex with himself. And I was like, did not expect this from the show. Just did not. <laughs> Interesting. Expect really this. Went the movie there. definitely did not. I remember no. seeing the movie. I think the, the movie, movie did not had have that. like Eric Bana, right? Was that Eric Bana? I think it was in uh, Rachel McAdams. And Rachel McAdams, yeah. I don't, that was not in the movie, for <laughs> sure. But it's a weird... Like, I, I, the show is weird because, you know, like the biggest time travel rules that you don't interact with yourself. All he does is interact with himself. Like, they all, like, see each other and talk. And I just don't understand how this concept works. But I stumbled into that show in May. And I'm just going to watch it. He's breaking the multiverse over and over. He's breaking, exactly. Like, yeah. I read the book like forever ago. I was definitely like too young to read it too because it was like. Was that in the book? Oh, yeah. Oh, that was and, in the like, book. Wait, that was in the book? <laughs> oh, yeah. And then there was also, I mean, like, it's just, it's one of those things. It was one of those reading experiences that I remember like finding it like super romantic as like a 13 year old with no concept of like, you know, being fed all of these like problematic pop culture things anyways. And then like looking back on it as an adult, you're like, what the hell? Because he's like interacting <laughs> also with his wife at like very as a child. As very as, like a child. Yeah. Like like eight. And I was like, that is so inappropriate and creepy. Yeah. And then like as when like she's a teenager and he's like a full ass man, they are, you know, 
doing it. Like it's just very like it's it is messy. It's weird. Yeah. Interesting. But you're gonna continue watching it. I have to continue watching it. Like if you are <laughs> gonna like put that scene in a show, <laughs> I'm just like That's commitment. Okay. I feel like we ticked a decent amount of stuff on the list off last month. We've we started watching I Love That for You, and I think we're both enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um with Vanessa Bayer and Molly Shannon. We did go and see Doctor Strange, which I think was what we expected it to be. Yeah, the spoilers were enough. You don't need to. You can skip right to Thor. Like, it's fine. No, the spoilers, like, I'm just going to wait for it to come on Disney Plus. Yeah. Because, Mm -hmm. like, there's this one person on my Twitter who just, like, kept reposting every single clip. And I'm like, the the movie's been out for a day. Like, that's not okay, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's whatever. My biggest criticism of it is, like, I don't know why it had to be a Doctor Strange strange movie like that's what i heard to me it was much more like america chavez was the much more interesting character and i wish that it was just like from her it was like a america chavez movie Mm -hmm. i hope she gets her own origin movie because she was great that actress's first role she was in the first season of the babysitters club and then they recast her character because she got this movie she's like 15 she was great yeah I i liked her in that movie too but again, not a big Doctor Strange person. No. Um, and this movie did not sway me. But I think that that brings us into June. Wait, I don't get to give my update? I thought your update was Survivor. Okay, what, what's your update? But I don't get to give my May TV update. Okay, what's your... Okay, Marissa, how was May TV for you? I feel like the theme of May for me was just like... It was okay. Like okay. everything, like the things that I were maybe like overhyping or very excited for, I ended up being... old bit underwhelmed like along for the ride was just fine it was okay that was the sarah dessen that movie? was the sarah dessen movie okay. it, re- I, it made me realize that maybe sarah dessen books should just be books because they don't really have plots and therefore are <laughs> difficult to like turn into a movie i feel like you were also mad at some of the changes they made in the adaptation that's true yeah i felt like um while i liked the main actors i did feel like they were slightly miscast and they also changed the writing like the Mm -hmm. script changed their personalities um for the sake of like quote-unquote likability boo like they tried to make this girl a more likable character and therefore Mm -hmm. gave her like no personality Mm -hmm. it was it was it was disappointing the spring awakening documentary was everything i wanted it to be and more i would i would watch (laughs) that again somebody is telling me i needed to watch it because in may i went to go see funny girl on broadway it's not as bad as people made it out to be. Beanie's a great Fanny Bryce. She has the yeah. comedy down, great acting. The voice is no Leah Michelle. Right. But Funny Girl was fine. Funny Girl was enjoyable. I enjoyed it. And I was at Funny Girl and she was like telling me, like, oh, you need to watch the Spring Awakening documentary. And I was like, oh, should I? And she's like, yes. But she said that, and I, I don't know if I'm remembering correctly, that there's no footage of the original in the documentary is that how it worked or no there's footage no. there was like a little there was like small clips like it's not like you were watching it it was kind of just b-roll no but they were sh- it was interspersed you didn't even watch it it was i watched <laughs> enough <laughs> i know more about leah michelle's vagina than i ever needed to know <laughs> it was like interspersed with um clips from the original clips from the reunion um the interesting about it thing about it to me was that 
it was really like take away the spring awakening piece it was really the story of like jonathan groff's experience with spring awakening and him like reckoning with his sexuality through it because he was closeted through the entire Mm. run so it actually became this like really beautiful like how that experience shaped him and helped him like come to terms with his queerness and then come out after he um was finished with the show and leah michelle just like following him around and being like why don't you love me the way i love you which was just like a thing but the funniest part was just her casually like riffing the ending notes of defying gravity to warm up her voice i'm just like leah michelle you are who you are and (laughs) i respect it yes I respect it, too. But yeah, that was pretty much it. I only watched the first episode of Conversations with Friends because, again, I felt like that was another thing that was wildly miscast. Those main Mr. Taylor Swift and the actress that he's working with have zero chemistry. They have like anti-chemistry. It's like uncomfortable to watch them together. (laughs) Um, I feel like you also fell really deep into Love Struck High. Oh, I'm obsessed with Love Struck High. I cannot <laughs> wait for the next batch of episodes. It's hilarious. The best part yeah. about Love Struck High. So this is the British reality. Sh- I mean, it's British cast set at a quote unquote American high school <laughs> narrated by Lindsay Lohan. And the best part about it is that there are like actors involved in it as well. Yes. Like there is a woman who is like the mean principal there's like a teacher character. Wait, and there's wait, like wait. A, mean principal, but also the cheerleading but coach. But also the cheerleading coach. <laughs> um, stern principal. We'll give her that. And then there's like a gym teacher coach character. And they're fully just like acting as mm-hmm. this like reality situation is happening around them. And students are getting expelled. They're going to camp. They're getting detention it's very it's very gay which i like um it's the first time i've really seen a reality show where they really just cast a wide net of people across the like lgbt spectrum and there are you know some straight people too but when new people come on it's like what's your preference guys or girls or both and then there's options no matter what your preference is and Mm -hmm. that's really cool to see yeah that's we haven't, I don't think, I can't really think of another case where we've seen that before. Are you the one? Well, yeah, then that was like the totally sexually fluid season. Mm-hmm. Not one where like the straights and the gays are coexisting in one space. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to high school at Love Struck High. It's really fun. And you know what? <laughs> Lindsay Lohan is, she's committed. Um, she's giving us every mean girl reference that she can drop in. Do you think Lindsay Lohan herself will show up at the end, similar to like Michelle Buteau in the circle? I hope so. That would be delightful. Because <laughs> right now it's just her voice, kind of like narrating. Well, yeah, she's trying to be like the funny, yeah. But then we'll be like, surprise, here's Lindsay Lohan giving you whatever prize. Yeah, maybe whoever <laughs> wins prom king or queen will be given their crown by the Lindsay, by Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. Yeah. Oh, God. That'd be crazy. All I'm uh. saying is if you like trashy reality TV, I mean, <laughs> it's as good as any of them. Check it out. But now... It's I mean, June. And yeah, that was so yesterday. That, that was May. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's June now. And June had a lot of stuff. 
I will say not too much about June like really popped out to me, but there was just like a like a lot of volume, I think. I don't know if you both felt the same way. I did not. You did not? Okay. What do you want to start with, Jermaine? Should we start with TV or movies? You pick, you decide. Let's start with TV. Uh Jermaine, what what are you excited for in the month of June on TV? So I actually did the list correctly this time because I should have had <laughs> some time to prepare and you're ranked now. Okay. So this is in ranking order. Number one, TV, The Boys, Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch the first season when it aired because it was pre-COVID and it was a COVID watch the first season going into the second season. I was like, oh, this is really good. Very graphic, like very, very graphic. Mm-hmm. People have not watched it. It's just like about superheroes and they're out of your active and all that. But the, the the hook that I like about this show, it's the business of being a superhero. It's a corporation. Yeah. And they're hired. They're basically hired help. And the backstory is like, they were not born superhero. They were made. Uh, but it makes me wonder because, you know, I all the Marvel is like, how do they make money to live? <laughs> How does Wanda pay the bills? Like how <laughs> how, how are like it, so like in the boys? I know how they're paying the bills because they're, they're being paid to be superheroes. Mm-hmm. But like in regular everyday superhero movies, like we know Bruce Wayne is a billionaire. But like how is how do X Men like what does Wolverine do for money? Wait, is he a teacher? He works at the school, right? Does he get just like a teacher's salary? I don't think he's a teacher. I don't think Wolverine is a teacher. Wolverine he just lives in the school. He just lives in the school. I don't think Wolverine has the, the, the temperament to be a teacher. <laughs> so I like, it's like how, and that's what the boys like makes me question. But like the boys is like very, it's like very good. It's like the, the, the heroes are not heroes. They're terrible people. They're evil people. They're, they're not and good. They're not good. They're, the heroes are also Jack guys. Quaid. <laughs> he's growing on me and the fact that he despises his father's politics is even better <laughs> but my number one is the boys all right i'm also excited for the boys again i made my list only new shows but i think that the boys definitely influenced how i made my like streaming service rankings um because i'm also excited for it to return first what was number one for you Again, I'm living my biased YA author author life, YA. Um, And I am really excited for The Summer I Turned Pretty on Amazon Prime. Another Amazon. Two Amazons. Um, This is an adaptation of a young adult series by Jenny Han, who wrote the To All All the Boys I've Loved Before trilogy. Mm -hmm. Um, The Summer I Turned Pretty was written prior like it was like her first series and then she wrote to all the boys after i still think that to all the boys is one of the most perfect like rom-coms you know modern like released within the past five years and i'm really excited to see what she brings to the tv space i know that jenny han is actually behind the scenes on this one she's like an executive she's like the showrunner um she wrote the pilot so it'll be interesting to see as someone who hopes to maybe one day follow in these footsteps the way that she kind of shadowed and kind of learned from the to all the boys process mm-hmm. and how it's applied to her first time kind of really dipping her toes into the TV world. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a pretty typical 
rom-com summer romance um like girl goes to a beach town there's two brothers which brother does she love more <laughs> um <laughs> it sounds like a mad lib <laughs> there's a girl Just like fill in the she blank she goes to a beach town um, there are two brothers <laughs> taylor's version of this love was used for the trailer and it was like the first time she premiered it which is a big deal the sort of crossover between taylor swift and like young adult author world like the fact that working with taylor swift is even something within the realm of like i didn't even know that was something i could like aspire to do Mm -hmm. but i I feel like taylor swift's entire music catalog is like theme songs for so many young adult novels out there (laughs) that's true but the fact that like she used um this like new young adult show to premiere a new Mm -hmm. version of her song felt like a big deal number one for june this month for me uh i went with ms marvel on disney plus um I'm not entirely sure where it fits into the MCU. I know that it's kind of, I re- or I read rather that it's kind of tied to the Inhumans, which I didn't actually, I didn't watch that show. Um, so I'm not sure if it's going to, if I'm going to need to have watched that at all, but I like Captain Marvel. I just think it looks fun. Yeah, that was, I think, number three on my list. Number three? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm also really excited about it. I love, my. I think... Spider-Man um is one of my favorite pieces of the MCU. I love again as like a YA author, I love when the superhero stuff is also just like but they're also in high school and they're like dealing with like teenager stuff too. And I think that there's like a lot that they can do with that and a lot of parallels and a lot of coming of age type things and just the fact that we're getting, you know, like a Pakistani American character in the MCU is Yeah. Named Kamala. Kamala Khan, right? Mm-hmm. Big deal. I hope it's I hope it's good. I hope it's I good have too. high hopes. Please don't yeah. disappoint me. I hope it's good. Because she's in the Marvels. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel got renamed the Marvels in mm-hmm. the movie. Cool. Jermaine, do you have any new shows on your list? See, this is where we got confused again because I did not know it was supposed to be new shows. It doesn't have to be. I, I, I do both. I do whatever I'm do vibing both. with. If you want to, like, the the new show on my list that I have is this, uh, I think it's on Stars. It's called Becoming Elizabeth. Oh, I have Becoming Elizabeth on my list. I was obligated. I have a crown podcast. Of course, I'm putting Becoming Elizabeth on my list. (laughs) I was just like, but it's not your Elizabeth. This was the first. It's the first Elizabeth, yeah. It's the first Elizabeth. The Tudor. Um, I love shows like that because I I watched the tutors when it was on Showtime. Also, mm-hmm. was way too way too young to be watching the tutors. Just like <laughs> oh, lots of graphic sex here, but I, I I just love those period pieces. I don't find that like I've only watched seen one season of The Crown, was uh, season four with Diana and my boyfriend forced me to watch it. Oh, I remember that. You yeah, remember you telling me this. I yeah, I forced <laughs> me to watch it and I was like, oh God, Diana. And he's like, and he's like, no, I don't watch it because of Margaret Thatcher. And I was like, oh. I, I don't find the crown to be like a period piece, but like things that are set in like times where they wore like these ridiculous outfits and you're in these ridiculous castles, I really enjoy and I particularly enjoy because if you know about like Elizabeth the First, like uh, what's his name, Henry the Seventh, Henry the Eighth, 
Henry VIII, the one that had five wives, and Anne Boleyn got beheaded. Um, he really wanted a daughter. He really wanted a son, I mean. And he didn't, he left his first wife to cheat with Anne Boleyn, thinking he would get a son, and he got Elizabeth. Indeed, yeah. I'm looking forward to that show because I'm really, I need a good Elizabeth the First show. Um, because recently we watched uh, the first part of um, Elizabeth the First, the miniseries that had uh, Helen Mirren. Uh, and we talked about part one on uh, the Crown podcast that we do, Crowning Around. And it was so bad that we couldn't watch the second part. We held a vote about whether or not we would watch the second part. And it was, we, we unanimously voted no. We can't do this anymore. <laughs> Wasn't there an Elizabeth the First movie that starred Kate Blanchett? Am I making that up? Uh, I think there was as well. We went with the miniseries, and it was a mistake. <laughs> Sad. All right, Marissa, any, what, el what else are we looking forward to in TV? It's funny. All of my new shows are really just like on brand. In terms of like, oh, I'm picking at your list. I see what you. <laughs> yeah, just very like I I am a YA author, therefore I like YA things. Um, mm -hmm. I have um coming up on Netflix the show First Kill. This is another author that I am acquainted with's first kind of stab foray, if you will, into the TV world. The showrunner is a prolific author by the name of V.E. Schwab. The show seems really fun. It's like sapphic vampires um, set in high school. One girl is a vampire. The other one is a vampire hunter. Obviously, they fall in love and it's kind of this forbidden. Of course. Of course, as, as one does. Um, and it's kind of like so it's this... Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but gay, but lesbian. yeah, <laughs> okay, but sapphic. Um, I'm excited for it. I hope it's fun. I feel like it'll either be really, really great, or it'll just be that sort of like Netflix bingeable, like where you're just compelled to watch it all in one sitting, and then you're like, okay, what did I just watch? Which has happened to me so many times on Netflix. That that's what they do to you. Yeah. 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 Jermaine, number two on my list. It is Pride Month in June, and I had Peacock's Queer as Folk on here. So I did not put that on my list because I seen the first two episodes. Ooh, okay. Casting, not great. Um, I don't... So it took like a... It, the, they wanted to make it more woke or reflective of the people mm -hmm. so there is no like white men that just look like everyday white men in it it's like a bunch of people of color like trans people trans people non-binary which is fine but the acting is not great the cast and choices were not great in my opinion and the story has a big problem that i don't know if i can legally say because it's not out yet and True. i don't want to spoil it yes and i don't want to get fired um <laughs> but i listen as somebody i grew up watching the first queer Hook again mm -hmm. way too young to be watching that show and i watched a show when i was living in jamaica not a great place to be gay 
and I was in the closet and I used to like, used to be on Sundays at showtime and you know, like nine o'clock, maybe 10. And I would be in my bedroom, I would lock the door and I would turn the TV down very low and just like right up to the TV so I could just like hear it. So nobody would hear that I was watching it. But it's like, what is it? I actually recently just started rewatching the first season and I still love it. I think the Peacock version, it will find an audience, but I feel when you make something like a, a deliberate attempt to, I guess you're trying to write right or wrong, it's very noticeable what you're doing. I am a person who believes that representation matters, but I don't, when I watch, I don't watch for what I see. I watch for what I don't see. And it was quite obvious what they were doing with this reboot of Queer as Folk. For sure. I think what excited me about it was, um, well, not excited for me, but what I found interesting about it was kind of like, they're obviously drawing, I think, on the Pulse shooting. So that piece of information is out there. It is. I mean, I think so. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's pretty clear based on like the trailer and also just like articles that have come out about it already, but it seems like okay. that's something that happens early on, but obviously, as I said, we're coming at you from Orlando, so it's something. It's a situation that I was very familiar with. Yes, so I didn't know that was out there, mm-hmm. and my question is: given the events of last week, this show should not stream until a little later. It's it's too soon. I mean, but is there? Is it? It's always going to be too soon, you know. Like, no, there's not. always going like, to be something, it's always going to be something else. Yes, but, like, FBI last week pulled its season finale because there was, like, a mass shooting in the finale. Mm-hmm. And typically when stuff like that happens, a network would be like, you know what, let's wait, blah, blah, blah. Or maybe they're going to throw up a title card. I believe there was a title card in the Stranger Things premiere because there was, like, a big massacre spoiler alert in the stranger things but not like a school shooting just like mm-hmm. in the lab where they were like manufacturing your children um but I, I don't know i just found it to be too soon that's fair i mean this show the premiere date for the show is set for june 9th i'm just saying too soon i agree but i was also curious about i mean i also saw that it was set in new orleans and i feel like new orleans is always a fun place to set things yeah, and actually that threw me that threw me off that it was set in New Orleans. I was just like, this is not. I don't know, like for every for some reason every time I've watched something set in New Orleans, I, I just think of like voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> it's very problematic. Or like, have, have they gone to the the, the the voodoo queen's house, Marie Laveau? I'm also watching the <laughs> real world homecoming New Orleans, which is just so good. Um, but Sam. It's on your list. I've seen the first two episodes. It's, it's on. Not... Well, we can we can talk about it next month. Okay. Yeah. Once when when a few episodes have been released. Um, Jermaine, what else you got on your list? I have nothing else new on my list. I just okay. have like two. Like one is All Rise. It used to be a, a legal show on CBS where she was a judge. She was like a black judge in LA, and I found it like a very good show. And then they canceled it, and it's it's crazy because when COVID hit, when everything shut down and every show was like, well, that's it for the season. We're done because we can't make an episode. They made an entirely virtual episode where they all sell shot at home and they told a whole storyline in COVID. 
And I thought it was like pretty genius that they could pull that off. This was like COVID hit like April, just like in May that they did it. And CBS canceled it. And then Oprah was like, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's coming back on own at the Oprah Winfrey Network. And I, it's just a quite enjoyable show. And I, I, I like a good legal show because in a, another lifetime, I wanted to be a lawyer. So All Rise. And then my other show is Evil. It used to be a CBS show. And Paramount Plus scooped it up and it became a Paramount Plus exclusive. It's very dark and very, it's just very strange. It's a very strange show. And I watch it and I watch it and I sometimes think I am going to hell for watching this show because <laughs> it's just, it's just demons all the time. Those are my thing. And then I have Love, Victor, which I just finished that out. It's strange that it's going to be on Disney Plus now. So I don't know. What Business Plus is doing with their I can't marketing. tell. Is it on both? Are they uploading it to both? Yes. It, I think it's going to be on both. Okay. Both Disney Plus and Hulu. Yes. Now that Disney Plus has parental controls for all of the Marvel yeah. content, I guess Love, Victor can be there. <laughs> so homophobic. It's uh, literally... Lisa McGuire still can't have sex. <laughs> now she's stuck doing How I Met Your Father. Yes. Ugh. Sad. Yes. Love, Victor was also on my list, final season. Final season. Then the other recurring show on my list is season two of Only Murders in the Building, Mm. which I'm very excited for. I haven't watched that, and I think I'm going to watch it. You should. You should watch it. It's delightful. It's It's fun. It's so good, and it's Selena Gomez. I'm like, but it's Selena Gomez. I don't know. It's about people making a podcast, Jermaine, (laughs) which you now have experienced. Spoiler alert. Spoiler I'm that's not a spoiler. Of- that's 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 the lowest level spoiler. I think that Selena will surprise you in a in a great way. She's really good. Honestly, I thought I thought one of the most fun scenes was like they're trying to record in a closet because of the sound, and they're like overheating from being in the closet. It was honestly triggering. Yeah, <laughs> done that before. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. It's been on my list. And now that my network TV is finished for the summer, mm-hmm. I'll get into the streamers. Um, all right. I'll close out my list with two shows that I had. One was uh, Players on Paramount+, Plus, um, which just seems like a fun show. It's from the creators of American Vandal, and it's in the same kind of uh, style where it's like a very mock documentary, very like comes off as serious but about something completely ridiculous so this one focuses on uh focuses on esports and um the rise of uh an esports can i is it athlete i don't even know an esports player named cream cheese uh cream cheese is i guess like the established you know team leader and then there's a new person that comes in and it just seems kind of fun and then the last show that i had here is um loot on apple tv which is uh, a show about Maya Rudolph, or a show starring Maya Rudolph, Michaela J. Rodriguez, Ron Funches, kind of like a workplace comedy. And it just seems fun. Maya Rudolph plays like a billionaire lady, and her husband betrays her. And so she becomes kind of like the subject of a lot of tabloids. And honestly, I just love Maya Rudolph. So I put, <laughs> I put loot on my list. I didn't even know about this one, but that sounds delightful. Love MJ Rodriguez. I know, yeah. Um, this one, I think it comes out at the end of the month. There wasn't a trailer yet for it, 
but I remember, I remember seeing something somewhere, and I don't remember where, but I couldn't really find anything on YouTube for it. But, you know, my, I'm sold at Maya Rudolph, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> a lot more stuff TV-wise, but I think now they've gone through our lists, so let's move on to movies, because there are also some fun movies coming out this month. Marcel the Shell. Yes, Marissa. Talk us through Marcel the Shell, the movie. What? I mean, <laughs> here's the thing. Marcel the Shell just holds such a special place in my heart. Um, I I love that little shell so much. I love Jenny Slate. Just anything Jenny Slate does, I'm I'm sold on as well. Um, the day that I put together that Jenny Slate was Marcel the Shell was a great day because I mean, I didn't care when I was like twelve. I just liked the you video. You just like Marcel. I just liked Marcel. Yeah. Is it A24? That's, it is an A24. It's an movie, A24 yeah. movie. The first time we saw the trailer in a movie theater, it was such a shock to me. I did not know that this was happening. And I don't think I had ever had such a visceral reaction to a trailer in my life. I think that was when we went to see everything everywhere all at once. I was laughing. I was I was I was like feeling my feelings (laughs) for this for this trailer. It's like Marcel and Marcel's grandmother. They have been trapped in this house their whole life and marcel's like i wonder where the rest of my family is so marcel is going to go on a journey to find his family i know it's and it like looks beautiful <laughs> not since the um the lava disney the lava pixar short have you become so emotional before a movie starts <laughs> <laughs> i was like just living i was living it i can't wait yeah thank you a24 <laughs> Thank I you, had, Jenny Slate. I have that at number two. I will, I will gladly go see that movie. It looks very fun. I can't wait. Jermaine, are you familiar with Marcel the Shell? I have no clue what Marcel the Shell is. <laughs> okay. Or who it is. Okay, so after uh, this pod... Only, Marcel the uh, Shell with shoes on. With yes. shoes on. Yes. So after we finish recording, you got to go to YouTube and you just got to <laughs> type in Marcel the shell and you just, shell? you just have to watch it. It's just like, a, it, it's just a YouTube. It'll take two minutes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, okay. they're really expanding this out into, into a whole movie. But you know what? That's worked recently. Like Ted Lasso was only like a short that they made into a pretty successful show. So maybe I'm like, maybe I'm overly optimistic for what this can be, but I hope it's good. It will be delightful. It will be delightful. Has Jenny Slate ever done us dirty? I think not. I still no. I still listen to her performance of Suddenly Seymour and I Want You Back <laughs> at least once a month. Once a month? Oh my <laughs> God. That's quite frequently. That's <laughs> Whenever I need to chuckle, where I go. Jenny Slate Once a month might be dramatic, Seymour. but I do watch it probably more than your typical. Your typical. The typical person has only seen it once when they watch the movie. <laughs> All right. The number one movie I had um, on my list for June is a basketball movie on Netflix starring Adam Sandler um, called Hustle. And it comes from Adam Sandler and LeBron James. And You hate LeBron James. I do. Ha- <laughs> as, a, as a Boston fan, I am not a fan of LeBron James. However, this movie seems pretty good it seems like it's a movie where adam sandler's trying to be a little bit more serious a la uncut gems although not quite as like you know manic as uncut gems but just more serious which i always uh like him in those kind of roles 
so he's like a scout, I guess, for the Philadelphia 76ers. And the person he discovers is uh, Juan Hernan Gomez, who was briefly on the Celtics this year before they traded him. <laughs> and now he's not going to play in the finals. So that's always fun. It just seems like a fun movie. And you know what? LeBron James, I don't think is in the movie. So he just produced it. So it's okay. I'm going to skip that one. <laughs> Same. Get enough basketball. It's going to be a great my... month of basketball. The Celtics are in the finals. You're going to lose. This movie. Wow. Okay. Thanks, Jermaine. There's also the... Yep. I didn't Aren't ha- they going up against, like, Steph Curry? They are, yeah. And the Warriors? I think they match sure. up well, but this is not a sports podcast. <laughs> yes. Um, and then there's the other... I didn't have this on my list, but there, Disney Plus also has a basketball movie coming out about Giannis, a tentacumpo. So, big basketball month. Somebody just told me, I can't remember who just, like, told me, like, maybe last week that they saw coach carter for the first time that's an old movie that's like 15 years old at this point like how are you just seeing that for the first time like okay oh my god uh samuel jackson making that kid run wind sprints like seared into my brain i feel like that's a movie that they would play like (laughs) at school yeah i remember that movie coach carter maybe Uh, the last basketball movie i've ever seen not not high school musical I feel like High School Musical That's was a, after. That is not a basketball movie. That is not a basketball movie, okay? What do you mean? He's choosing. Do I pre- basketball, singing. I cannot do both. I cannot contain multitudes. He recently was just like, Zach Efron recently was just like, yeah, I'd love to go and do another one. And I'm like. He did say that. As what, he's desperate for work. As like his kid? Or at, like his kid is the main character and he's the dad? No, he. I don't know. He said he would love to do it again. Maybe he'll make an appearance on season four of High School Musical, the musical, the series. Which is is weird that he said that recently, but refused to do the, this makes sense, when in COVID they all did the sing-along and he didn't do the sing-along with them. He introduced the sing-along, but he didn't do it. Now he can't sing and I get that, but (laughs) remember when we found out Drew Seeley was the singing voice in High School Musical 1? Everything I was like, oh, life is a lie. Like people will <laughs> lie to you. Like <laughs> I was just like, oh, too silly. Uh, Jermaine, what movie are you most excited for in June? It's on Hulu. It's called Fire Island. I had Fire Island on my list too. Fire Island. It's with Bowen Bowen Yang from SNL, and basically it's a group of gay men who go to Fire Island to get a house. Fire Island is like this place if you're not a white muscle good looking man nobody pays you any attention and this is like a group of friends who do not fit that category so i was like yeah it's a little traumatic a little accurate i know what's going on but this is this fun like because i've been to farrell and we've done houses and farrell so i know the shenanigans that get go in there and in the trailer there's like this is one the line in the trailer like i'm like yeah i've experienced that we're like they will come over to your house like like random people that you've met like to hang out but you're only there to eat your food and drink your alcohol and then they leave right after they finish eating their food and drinking your alcohol and they're like where's the fuck and they're like they only use this for a food and alcohol i'm like yep that's for alan that's what they do um but like i'm excited to see that we actually a bunch of my friends and I were gonna like have a movie night and we're gonna like watch it to see because it, it I think it's always fun when you know something when you have like an experience of something and you try to see how they capture it mm-hmm. on screen it's like that's wrong that's wrong you know but like I'm yep. excited for Fire Island for sure 
So that's my number one. And my number two is Jurassic World because why not? I couldn't put it on my, I couldn't do it. I <laughs> could not let's do wrap it. it out. I don't need I it. Ha- I, I, I have to see it. Listen, it's become such a feminist icon movie now. Like has it? it really, ha- it has. How? It, what what it's, part of it? It's Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh-huh. What's your name is coming back. What's from Big Little Laura Dern. Laura Dern. Laura Dern is yes. coming back. It's, it, it's becoming more of like the women are in charge. Like Chris Pat, Pratt, I feel like. It's had some negative press, you know. Yeah, it's a, and, a little bit. <laughs> you know, and I feel like they've like slowly pushed him to the back and put Bryce Ellis Howard to the to the front of the in the front of the the franchise. I feel like I've not seen him out promoting, but I've seen her and Laura Dern out promoting in the movie more than I've seen Chris Pratt promoting. Maybe they'll maybe because he's too busy, he'll be busy doing things for Thor. No, he's not in Thor. He's in the Thor for like five minutes, Sam. How do you? You haven't seen Thor yet. You don't know how much of Thor he's Sam. in. <laughs> Sam, he the. Let me tell you how Thor is going to go. The first five minutes of Thor is going to be him with the Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. and working together, and then something happens, and then he has to go, and they give him like a send off. It's been fun, but you have to go do your thing now, and that's the last we'll see of the Guardians of the Galaxy in Thor. They're not a big part of it they can't be a big part of it that's true they do have they their have, own movie coming out too they have their own movie coming out like they're not going to be but like listen jurassic world like when i was a kid and i saw jurassic world for the first time i was like oh my god dinosaurs still exist they're still alive it didn't occur to me that the dinosaurs were not real in the movie when i was a kid now i know I, but i now I, you know I just feel like let's 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 wrap let's wrap out the franchise. It's not, Sam also it pays the bills, as you know. It's how we get paid, Sam. It does. So, I will say we're going to we'll be going to Universal uh this week. Should we should we go on the Velocicoaster? You should go to the Jurassic World stuff, the Jurassic Park stuff. Yeah. Okay. Jurassic World. I mean, I get that it's a big movie. I can probably wait for it to come out on Peacock, personally. But maybe you know what? I have started going back to the movies, like the theater more. Maybe if I, if I, if this is a month that I reinstate my Stubbs A-list, then I can oh use God, some remember, of it. <laughs> remember when you were all about, what was it called? Movie, movie Pass. Pass. Movie Pass was the Everybody best Everybody was of, all about Movie yes. Pass. I never me. had, I didn't have Movie Pass. You talk about Movie Pass every single you missed out movie pass was the best deal and that is why it no longer exists because it was the best deal (laughs) like everybody knew that was a a train that was just headed straight for like a a, a do not enter like this train ends and you go into the ocean but we were (laughs) but we were along for the ride and And i remember so many movies i was here we were waiting in line for the avatar ride when i got the email at disney world that was like movie pass is canceled. Well, I don't remember that. that I remember so that vividly. That was, so specific. That was. I was just like, I don't go to the movies enough to have a movie pass. Like, who but goes? But you to did. Movies you that changed much? your behavior. I changed no. my behavior for movie pass. Well, especially no. too, like living in living in Manhattan, like it was ten dollars a month. Like one $10? movie ticket is. Twenty dollars, double that. Like <laughs> the, the economics made no sense. <laughs> it was, it was wild. We saw so much. That was a great summer. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, Marissa, what else you got on your list? Close out your list for us. Um, I mean, I didn't really make an official list for movies because I don't know. I didn't care about movies as much, <laughs> but 
That's um, what I'm saying. Close out your list. We can talk about Lightyear. Um, That's oh, on you my had, list. You had Lightyear on your list, really? I, do. I, I mean, thought you didn't want to see Lightyear. No, I. I, feel I have like, Lightyear, Lightyear on my list. I feel like I should be more excited about it as I am. I think where were we? Where we saw the first? Oh, I guess Adam. Was it Spider Man? No, it was at like, maybe Spider Man, but it was also at the Bad Guys, where I think we saw the first like full length trailer. Oh, okay. Um, Which you liked the bad guys. I really liked. We didn't the talk bad about guys. the bad guys like... last month, but you actually ended up really liking the bad guys. It was delightful, <laughs> and I thought it had um, something new to say in the. I feel like in the genre of like children's movies, mm-hmm. it was it hit it hit for me. Yeah, but Lightyear is happening. Tim Allen is out. Chris Evans is in. That was my like. Why is Tim Allen out? Because he's a Republican. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Is that why he's out? Um, um, I don't know. Like the Toy Story franchise just was everything to me. But One, but it's like, is this a, like what's next? Like Woody's Roundup. And I care. I always cared more about Woody than I cared about Buzz. Like one of my first core memories was like being a toddler running around and telling people that like Woody was my husband. Like I don't know. And then my parents wrote to like tom hanks about how much i loved woody and they then wrote to tom hanks yeah and then tom hanks is i mean it was probably his people but i got a whole package of like woody paraphernalia and a letter from woody wait is this verified or was it your parents no this is real this is real this is this is real i've never heard this story before wow i don't i wish i still had all of the stuff um <laughs> what happened to it I don't know. I was I was a little shit. I was like coloring on it. I was like, <laughs> wow. Tom Hanks sends you personalized Woody stuff, and you color on it. Yeah, I was a cute kid. I was. I could work a. I could work a celebrity publicist. <laughs> a light um, year. But I'm getting off topic. I don't you know are. why. I I don't know. I don't know why. Like I should like I should care about Lightyear more than I do, but of course I'll still go see it. Speaking of Tom um, Hanks. Oh boy, where's this going? I have the Elvis movie on my list. Oh, I have that on my I list. Also, too. I have my on my list. I have Elvis on my list. That's my that's rounded out my list. Lightyear Lightyear Elvis. I don't know what to think about it. I've heard I've seen very like wildly fluctuating reviews based on if people do or do not like Boz Lerman. <laughs> Well, first of all, Lisa, what's, her, no, what's what's the daughter's name? Is it Lisa Marie Presley? Yeah, yes. Lisa Marie Presley yeah. says she would eat her own leg if Austin <laughs> Butler didn't win an Oscar. And I'm like, Austin <laughs> Butler? Listen, that's what I'm. That's what I'm in it for too. Like, you don't understand. This is I don't. The, this is Austin Butler's first came into my life when he replaced Chase on Zoe 101. Zoe 101. Like. <laughs> And yeah. he was Zoe's first like actual boyfriend. So he was there for like boyfriend. one season. Yes. <laughs> and I was salty about it because Because you wanted Chase and Zoe to be together. Correct. Okay. Um, but yeah, I feel like he's Well Austin Butler was cuter. But... He was cuter. But I was a big I was I was invested in the friends to friends to lovers arc that was happening. I don't know. I feel like Austin Butler has just kind of been in the periphery, right? Like he's had like small roles in a lot of things and is this his yeah, moment that's what i'm trying that they had a 14 minute stand innovation at the Cannes film, Fest, film festival and i'm like excuse me wow like, what is going on with this movie like is it going to be good is it going to be bad like 
what will this movie be? I'm I'm looking so, forward to it. I I saw something about how he became so immersed in the role that he like still like slips into like yeah. the Elvis voice like to this day. <laughs> He's just like yeah. becomes Elvis. It's like what happened to you? What did they put you through? And I do like Boz Lerman. I've never been like disappointed by yeah his i mean style i just know that as opulence. a yeah as a boz lerman movie it's gonna be wild um <laughs> we did not walk out of the great gatsby unlike some people in our movie theater oh my god that was a crazy experience <laughs> um so I, but yeah. i've gone like wildly back and forth on boz lerman movies um because you know this i was not a fan of like his romeo and juliet that should have been I, I cannot even believe that we are here together in this moment in time <laughs> that I married you with that take. You knew, you know I have this take. I, I'm not a fan of that movie. It's with, ridiculous. With, with um, Claire Danes and Leo. And Leo. Yeah. How could you not be a fan of that movie? It's, it's just, it's, it didn't need to be made. Like, why is it set in, like, modern LA? It, no. No, I love... But I why love... does it continue to have, like, the original script? It just doesn't, it doesn't work it for me. It made Shakespeare more accessible. It to... doesn't make Shakespeare yes, more accessible. Does. Like, Fire Island, right, is like a Pride and Prejudice essentially like fire i think so i don't think so i think so i think fire fire island is like a modern retelling of pride and prejudice i thought that was what i i think that's what i read about it like the as far as the plot goes isn't the recent pride and prejudice a modern retelling of pride and prejudice the recent pride and prejudice wasn't there a pride and prejudice like with like Kira knightley or something recently oh but it's not like modern it's like that's still like you know, time period or that period. Was not recent. <laughs> that was 2005. That's not recent. That's, That's older than Coach Carter. <laughs> Wait, wasn't there like a Matthew McFadden is still a boy in that movie? <laughs> no, the coolest, the coolest Pride and Prejudice take, in my opinion, again, we're getting off topic, is um there was a like YouTube like vlog style, like well-produced series called The Lizzie Bennett Diaries. And it was in, it was made in like 2012 back when like vlogging was like at the height of it but it was like cast it was produced by hank green of the vlog brothers john green's brother it was so fun it was like it was like watching like that was something that it was like oh you took this thing and you made it accessible to a broader audience and to a younger audience and you made like pride and prejudice cool what i was thinking about is pride and prejudice and zombies that's what I was thinking about. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. People were like, James. "The kids, kids today love The Walking Dead. Let's let's add zombies." <laughs> they did that with like every classic at one point. There's like a whole series of books that's just like classic and oh, yeah. zombies. There's and and like Abraham Lincoln, uh, Vampire Hunter. Vampire. Yeah. <laughs> I love. I love Vampire Hunter. Once you've just like allowed yourself to be like, okay, I'm watching a movie called Abram Lincoln Vampire <laughs> Hunter, you are in it. Sometimes you just I have to commit love, to the premise. I love that movie so much. I've never seen it. Like when I I watch that movie, I love it. And then I watch Lincoln with um Daniel Day Lewis. Boring movie. And I was like, see, Abram Lincoln Vampire Hunter was the last Abram Lincoln movie that we needed. We didn't need any <laughs> after that. Uh, all right, in closing out my movie list here, I have Cha Cha Real Smooth uh, coming out on Apple TV plus Sundance uh, Film Festival winner 
stars Dakota Johnson. It looks interesting. I think it got a lot of praise coming out of uh out of Sundance. I think Apple TV Plus bought it for like fifteen million dollars. So spent a lot of money on it. Apple TV Plus and Amazon both spend a ton on these like film festival movies. So it's a wild business model. Yeah, because Coda came out of the film festival it did, yeah. last year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'm just curious to see what that is. But it's basically, it's written directed by this young guy. Um, he plays a guy right out of college, uh, kind of like looking to find his way. He really wants to just be kind of like a guy who just like starts parties or, you know, starts people enjoying themselves at boring parties and then kind of like ends up befriending Dakota Johnson and like her um, autistic daughter and like forming a bond with them. A little bit more serious. All right. And that takes us to our last segment of the show, which is the streaming section. So streaming is expensive. Again, topping my list of if you could only choose one streaming service, I did put Netflix at number one. (laughs) Sam. Sorry. What's on Netflix? So I still haven't watched Stranger Things. I need to watch Stranger Things, but I thought that Netflix had a lot of stuff coming out. Hustle, which was my top movie. You're going to watch Love and Gelato? I might watch Love and Gelato. Uh, I might watch Queen. I might watch Iron Chef Quest for an Iron Legend. <laughs> I might watch that too. <laughs> Which is coming out on Netflix. There's a lot coming out on Netflix this month. There's a lot of stupid stuff, I will say, that looks like it's coming out on Netflix, um, including Man vs. Bee, which is like Rowan Atkinson, who's just perpetually like Mr. Bean. And it seems like it's a full series of him like house-sitting and getting in a fight with a bee. But you're 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 one of your most uh, looking forward to shows. Uh, First Kill is going to be on Netflix. That's true. So it doesn't make Netflix at the top of my list. Well, what's on the top of your list? Well, if I made a list, I don't even know. I feel like <laughs> probably Hulu still. Hulu still. Yeah. Is that where you are too, Jermaine? I agree. I, it's the things I want to. The new things I'm excited for is like Amazon Prime and The Boys and that stuff. But, like, there's just so much on Hulu that I need to watch. I need to watch Candy, Jessica Biel. I'm mm-hmm. watching Under the Matter of Heaven. I still need to watch The Dropout. And I'm going to start Only Murders in the Building. Like, there's just a lot of things on Hulu that I want to watch and I am going to watch. As opposed to Netflix, where I'm like, I'm going to watch that, but I know I'm never going to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Watch it on Netflix. I, like, there's, like, some things on Netflix I see, like, like, apparently there's, like, a... Uh, documentary about uh, Abercrombie and Fitch oh you should watch that I watched that (laughs) I like it's been like I'm gonna watch it and I still I still haven't watched it it was really triggering you should watch it (laughs) oh god but like it's still Hulu for me because I just feel like there's a lot of things on Hulu that I still actually want to watch and they seem good and I can't say the same thing about Netflix shows okay I did it I had Hulu I kind of like had Hulu and Disney plus like tied at number three I is there a is there a uh, bundle? I lose track of these, but is there a bundle now that's just Hulu and Disney Plus? Like, if you don't want ESPN? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. I kind of clump them together, too, especially because they're starting this model where things are releasing, yeah, like, concurrently on both. Yeah. Like, yeah. Which is a choice. The newcomer to my list of streaming services was Paramount Plus. I think that there's some good stuff coming out on Paramount Plus. And also... Just the Paramount Plus library of such things as Survivor. Like, I don't know. I just feel like summer's a fun time to binge some reality competition shows. 
And there's no better place to binge some reality competition shows than Paramount Plus. See, true. Paramount <laughs> Plus, I got Paramount Plus commercial free. I paid $10 a month for it. So at the end of the day, I can watch The Young and the Restless and the Bold and the Beautiful without commercials. Mm-hmm. A quick 30-minute watch. And then the whole merger happened, blah, blah, blah. And then the entire back MTV catalog yeah. is available on Paramount Plus. And mm-hmm. I just like, oh, my God. <laughs> all the real worlds, all the challenge, like, next. Remember next? That show was so triggering. But, like, <laughs> you know. So that's why I like Paramount Plus. Because I, I have a great – I have a theory about content, about particularly – generational content i don't know if you've ever watched did you watch the documentary summer of soul the quest love uh, thing yes. i haven't watched it yet actually i need to you should watch it it's very good but you know remember at the end the guy because the premise that you're showing them clips that sat in somewhere for like 50 years that nobody ever saw from the music console and the guy at the end is like oh my god that really happened it wasn't just like this thing i dreamed up like that yeah. thing that i experienced actually happened and i feel like millennials in Gen X are craving for some attention and we want to fall in love again with the things that we grew up watching. And I don't know about you, like my my quarantine binge was America's Next Top Model because like, I remember that. Didn't age well, but I remember <laughs> that. And I don't know, I feel like they need to just find some nugget of nostalgia to like put something together for our generation because these are the TikTokers. They're not watching TV. They're just TikToking. I that, agree with that's that. That's my degree of like, that's the void that is being, that is missing. Is it's like, we want to be reminded of like a simpler time in life. I agree with that. Um, for me, that genre for me um, is like early 2000s WB shows. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm officially done with the CW. They canceled all their shows. I'm like, yeah. I'm it's it's like it's the end of an era. I even watch this, the the superhero shows on CBS on CW, and they're all gone now. Just Riverdale, it's, the only one that's left. <laughs> the CW goes through like waves. See, the, the Riverdale is. I stopped watching Riverdale because it was just like ridiculous, and yeah. I was like, this show is ridiculous, and I cannot sit here week after week to sit through it. And then like a friend and I used to watch it together, and like people stop watching it, but she like read the updates, and apparently recently. Archie and Betty had superpowers, and I'm like, Wild. why? I just will never forget, like, season one, or was it season two, when Betty was, like, 15 on the stripper pole in the strip club, and I was like, that's not... <laughs> but you're right, like, the One Tree Hill, yes. the Gilmore Girls, like, those were the shows that just... Yes, um, one of my... The highlight of my week is... Um... I have been following along as um, the One Tree Hill girls, Sophia Bush, Hillary Burton Morgan, and Bethany Joy Lenz have a podcast um, called Drama Queens, yeah. where they're rewatching yeah. it and they have all guests from the show. So I've been rewatching it and watching it like each episode once a week, just one episode a week along with them. And it's been really fun um, just following that one a week model, listening to them. It's been very nostalgic for me because that was my. That was the show for me. I've seen that show so many times. Um, I've seen that show so many times. It was so good. That and Everwood. Everwood was my other show from the WB that was. I watched that show that for the good. first time a few years back. It was, oh, that was so good. It was a good one. 
And then we also yeah. watched The OC for the first time early pandemic. That, that's not the that was movie. Fox, wasn't that's it? Fox. Yeah, but that was Fox. Same, same genre. That was a wild ride. It, yeah, we're getting really off. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. That's All a, right. No. Any. Uh, so any other streaming services? Um, Amazon Prime. Getting, Amazon. I think yeah, Amazon, Amazon Prime, Prime for sure. Okay. So those yeah, target those. <laughs> yeah, I feel like none of us had. Like HBO Max didn't come up at all, I don't think, which is I don't think there's that much on HBO this interesting. month. Well, Wait until the time traveler's wife is on <laughs> HBO Max. Like wanna bring it back around. Yeah, you wanna keep I guess if you want you can keep watching hacks HBO, but I don't know, there's not that much else. Like I I'm not watching a lot on HBO, but we all know when that August comes around and that Game of Thrones House spin-off of the starts. Yeah. It's gonna be HBO all the time. <sighs> HBO every day. <laughs> Can't. I will, but I Why don't want to. Get dragged back into it. <laughs> I might rewatch the entire series. To wow, <laughs> even the last season. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe like on a rewatch, you'll be like, you know what? In the moment, I was mad, but no, they <laughs> did Daenerys so dirty. Let's not even. No, I will okay, never accept. Brand Brand should not be king of anything. Okay, <laughs> no. Here's my here, here's my last off topic. Okay. About it. All right, last thing. Game of Thrones season. What is season eight? Whatever. Yeah. Here's the problem. They, it should have been two separate seasons. You can spend an entire series leading up to two things, which is them versus the Night King and them versus Cersei, and put that all together in one season mm-hmm. in eight episodes. That's not. You can't do that. It should have just been two final seasons. Versus it, one versus Night King, one versus Cersei. That's it. That's all. It, that's that's my only gripe. I when when Daenerys burned the entire town down, King's Landing. I was like, good for her. Burn that shit. <laughs> I was like, no, I if I burned that shit, I would burn that shit too. No, I enjoyed that. But but we're we're all gonna get sucked back into it, no matter yeah. how much we try to fight it. We're all gonna get sucked into it. I, we were driving by someone down here the other day, and they had like a direwolf, like Stark, like decal on their car, and I was like, we're "Still, s- we're still doing that? <laughs> still? <laughs> it's like you saw the end? Still though? <laughs> you didn't funny. want to take that off? It's just such a waste. Like John being a Ty- Tigerian meant nothing in the end. Well, you know, maybe in this prequel series, which I think they're all Targaryens, right? And yeah. Stars Matt Smith from The Crown. <laughs> not a great cast. Not a great casting choice, but love Matt Smith. But interesting casting choice on that. But maybe it'll become more relevant. All right. Well, that's June. That is June. A lot to watch in June and now May. <laughs> We're gonna get like so far backed up. I'm excited for June. I'm excited to watch all this stuff. I'm excited too. I'm actually gonna watch most of it. I'm gonna try to. Yeah, now that Grey's Anatomy is over. I know. It's been a wild ride. Wait, was Grey's Anatomy renewed years. for two seasons? Are there two more seasons? One. Oh, one more. Okay. It, it, it got renewed for season. I think it's. I think Ellen Pompeo's taken it on a year-by-year basis. I think she desperately wants to end the show. But everybody's like, no, I... Make it to 20 I at this feel, point. Make it to 20 yeah. and you're done. Yeah. Just do 20. It's a big, finite, big number. Mm-hmm. You don't need to go past 20. Just do 20 and Is you're she, done. That's does her character have kids in that show? Yes, she has yes. three children. So, like, theoretically, she could die 
and then one of the children could be the continuation of the Grey's Anatomy. No, because her kids' names are she's her kids are not a Grey. Oh, they're shepherds. They're all shepherds. None of them want to be Grey's. Well, her 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 name is Meredith Grey. Sure, but like they're her kids. No, she's not a. They're not Grey. This is why (laughs) they should have never killed Lexi because (laughs) Ellen Pompeo could have left the show and Lexi could have taken it over and still be the Grey. But I digress. (laughs) All right. Well, cool. Are we doing this again in July? Like we have to. We have to. Um, yeah, it's with a new theme song. It's our thing. I'm committed. <laughs> with a new theme song. Yeah, Sam, that needs some work. Try to like make it more July-y. July. Get more like, July. Independence. Like I'm thinking Independence Day in a world, something like that. Oh boy. See, when you said Independence Day, all you're thinking about was like a march, like trumpets. <laughs> and, like... <laughs> No, I'm talking like Will Smith. You mean like Will Smith Independence Day? Okay. The aliens will come in Independence Day. Interesting, interesting. Okay. In a world. <laughs> well, that's Mr. Movie Phone, but you know. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. So, we're around. You can follow us on Twitter at OutfitRepeatPod. Um, you can email us. Is there anything that you are excited about that we missed? Let us know. Yeah. Um, outfit repeaters podcast at gmail.com. All right. And uh, you can find the May preview or any other episodes about other random things, including but not limited to Lizzie McGuire or How I Met Your Father season one. Who are we? What have we become? <laughs> at our website. Just talking into the void. www.paginatedmedia.com slash outfit repeaters. Yes. As always, Jermaine, thank you for indulging us with your takes. Thank you for having me back. Thanks. Do I play the same song on the way out? Yes, Sam, just get it over with. (laughs) (laughs) So much to watch, so much to consume. That's why we're doing a preview.